Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, December 17th. COVID-19 deaths continue to be at a sky-high rate every day, now nearly 4,000 in a single day, as the U.S. is also facing an increasingly widespread cyber attack. Where is President Trump? He is AWOL. We'll discuss that, plus the competing pressures on Joe Biden as he narrows in on an attorney general pick. And finally, Mitch McConnell says a key part of the stimulus deal is hurting Republicans in the Georgia Senate runoffs. The U.S. reported record numbers for COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths yesterday. All records across the board. And the federal government has been facing fallout from a massive hack believed to be perpetrated by Russia. But what is President Trump doing? Well, I'll tell you what he's not doing. He's not actually addressing these major crises facing the country. Instead, he has abandoned these duties, where he should be leading the American people right now, and instead dealing with a slew of requests for last-minute pardons before he leaves the presidency. He's also continuing to tweet out conspiracy theories about the election. And despite his tweeting that he has absolutely nothing to do with this, our reporting indicates that the president is also pretty busy with pushing for the appointment of special counsels. One, to investigate the allegations surrounding President-elect Biden's son, Hunter. And two, to investigate the baseless claims of voter fraud that the president continues to push. This is what he's putting on incoming acting Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen's plate. We'll see how Rosen handles it and what that means for his fate in that job as acting attorney general. Now, here's what else matters today. Joe Biden narrowing in on a pick for attorney general, obviously an important pick in any administration. But given the competing pressures on Biden right now, all eyes are looking toward how he's going to come down in who he picks for AG. And here's why. You've got pressure from the left of the party that wants to see a pretty aggressive attorney general go after then-private citizen Trump, a post-president Trump, and his family for some potential illegal activities. We'll see if an attorney general is going to take that up. The Biden administration does not want to be completely defined about going after Donald Trump. That is not on Joe Biden's agenda. And yet there is real pressure from the left of the party to see some kind of retribution here from a Biden attorney general. But Biden has promised that his Justice Department is going to be independent, that it is going to operate on its own. He is not going to direct investigations. Here's the rub on that. One of the ongoing investigations in the Justice Department right now is into his son, Hunter Biden, and his taxes and business dealings in China. Is Joe Biden going to nominate an attorney general who is going to be sort of blind to the politics around how treacherous a Hunter Biden investigation could be for the incoming Biden administration? On the other hand, does he want to put an ally in that slot, a friend of the family who may take care of Hunter Biden in this scenario, but then, of course, open up a whole can of worms of scandal for Joe Biden for putting somebody in there who's doing exactly what the Democrats accused of the Trump administration doing for four years, which is doing the president's personal bidding through the Justice Department. These are the questions hanging over the choice, which seems to have come down to two people. Merrick Garland, the sort of Boy Scout judge, totally above reproach, not a political figure. You remember that Barack Obama nominated him to the Supreme Court and the Republicans blocked that nomination, didn't even have a hearing on it uh, back at the end of the Obama administration. Or Doug Jones, 
the recently defeated United States senator who is a politician, uh, has a history as a prosecutor, of course, and has a strong civil rights record that could make many on the left of the party quite happy, yet a friend of the Biden family. And might he be seen as too cozy to Joe Biden? So those are the two finalists at the moment, and we'll probably learn who Biden's attorney general is next week. But there's a lot hanging on this announcement. And finally today, it seems like Congress is getting closer and closer to actually passing a stimulus bill, a COVID relief bill for the American people. And what we've learned is that behind closed doors, Mitch McConnell, on a call with his conference, was getting them on board with this notion of the direct payments, these maybe $600 checks that are going to go directly in the hands of those that qualify all across the country. One of the things he said was that David and Kelly are getting hammered on a daily basis about these stimulus checks. That means David Perdue and Kelly Leffler, the two incumbent Republican senators running in the Georgia runoffs, trying to save the Republican majority in the United States Senate. He's using that as a uh, rallying cry for his Republican conference to get behind this compromise COVID relief legislation that includes these direct payments because he thinks it's going to help save the Republican majority. Meanwhile, President-elect Biden showed up in a television ad, his first as president-elect, in these Georgia Senate runoff races. It's a joint ad for both Ossoff and Warnock On day one as your president, I'm prepared to sign a COVID relief package that fully funds the public health response needed. Let me be clear. I need Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff in the United States Senate to get this done. Biden making the case that he needs them both in the Senate to get his agenda passed. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.